0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial at AudibleTrial.com forward slash X. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Celduella Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Richie Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, CD Akira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just $1 at their official store fixstore.com that's f-i-x-t store.com save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code forcex that's f-o-r-c-e-x they have loads of shirts hoodies stickers posters and many other accessories for all their artists and this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that Head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code ForceX. Hello, and welcome to the DJ ForceX podcast, episode 56.
0: I am joined by Brock. Uh, from the band Double Experience, they have just released a new album called Unsaved Progress. Uh, if you love your new rock and you love your gaming, this is the perfect band for you. Um, they kind of like a a neo-nerdy rock band, um, and it's, it's, it's fantastic. If you really dig uh, like gaming and stuff like that, you'll find references ahoy in this music. Um, so yeah, without further ado, I'm going to uh, just play into the interview. So this is Brock from Double Experience enjoy i would like to welcome to my show this week brock he is from the band double experience welcome brock thank you very much thanks for having me yeah not a problem how are you today i'm good thanks yeah it's good over here Cool. So, um, Double Experience, Uh, you're a band out of Canada. Yep. Um, And you've just released uh, a new album called Unsaved Progress. That's right. And uh, you sort of tag yourself as Neo Nerdy Rock. That's right. That'd be Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, I listen to your music. I can see where that comes from, so that's all good. Uh, But we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Could we get some background on the band? Because I know you've been going for a while, and you seem to have done quite a lot for an independent band um so if you could just sort of give us a bit of the origin story if you will Um, Uh, for sure
2: well um me and the singer used to play in different bands in the uh province of Ontario and when the various band members of our bands decided music wasn't for them anymore Ian and I just kind of joined forces and our drummer Dav we sort of met by accident he he actually lives in Wales whereas Ian and I live in Canada Mm -hmm. and uh our drummer at the time couldn't make the tour. So our booking agent asked all around and we managed to uh, get teamed up with DAV. And ever since then, we kind of agreed that he should become a permanent member. And we've just been, and that was in 2014. Okay. So so for two years now we've had, uh, we've had DAV and yeah. so all together we've been playing music for about two years. But, But, but Ian and I have been playing music together for since 2011.
0: Nice. Nice. And you've done quite a lot in that time. Um, you you've actually toured pretty much you toured the world,
2: yeah. Well, just, shows
0: uh, in a lot of places. So.
2: just about we uh the the current uh, statistics are f- about five hundred shows across sixteen countries, which we're very proud of.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, especially for a, like an independent. I mean, uh, DIY band, if you will. Uh, yes, because I know you do a lot of the, the the legwork yourselves.
2: Um, from what from my from my research that I've done. For yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, our, our logic is no one else is going to help us unless we prove that we are just as hard workers as we hope they would be. So um, a lot of that is just us trying to be the best band we can be kind of under the radar. And then eventually we're going to kind of, you know, start bringing in more people and basically prove that we're, uh, everything's working without them. So imagine what can happen when we have them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, that's, that's like um, uh, my background myself. I was very DIY within the music industry. Um, through like the music I release and all that kind of stuff. And it is, um, no, I applaud that because there are not many bands that kind of work that stuff out. um, Like yourselves where you kind of, it's trial and error in a lot of cases. Oh yes.
2: Um, oh Even in our case, lots and lots of error, but there's so much available for free, whether it's the data you get from your social media or, you know, how you can write songs on your phones nowadays or, or, or at least record them. So Really, the only thing that's stopping most bands from doing it is just getting it done, right? It's, uh, I mean, other than the fact that you're running out of enough time in the day to do all the activities that bands have to do themselves, um, it's all open season for any band who wants to do it. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So, what would be your um, the one one piece of advice that you found the most useful so far in your career, musical career, but to pass that on to someone else? What
2: would that be? I, I would say um, that. Hmm. You should. If you expect anything out of music, you expect too much. You know, if 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 you love playing music, Mm -hmm. then the rest is just going to come easy. Um, I like playing with Ian, and I like playing with Dav, and we all just still enjoy the musical aspect of it, even though it's only an hour or so out of our daily routine. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's it's just that—that's all we've ever really needed. And as all the days have gone by. We've always been able to look back to that as the reason why we do it, and just uh, keep working. Like, just like keep working hard at it, because as soon as we start working towards it, then it's just gonna like you know, it's if we can't put the effort in, then who will? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. So where um where do you find that that balance between obviously being a DIY band, not everything kind of pays for itself. Yes. In that respect uh you're, you're, every band will know this feeling. <laughs> yeah. how, how do you juggle like having cuz obviously you've, you've had 500 shows in over 16 countries. Yes. Which is an amazing statistic in that 2 year span as well. Right. Um what how do you balance that with work and 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 um and the band like earning your your money to pay for you know daily things?
2: I I guess we like because we can't get paid to play video games professionally like the only thing <laughs> us three are good at is really playing music so we just we'll play covers you know we'll we'll teach lessons we, we just really tried to endeavor to make sure that music is the thing that's putting bread on our table and it's not really feast or famine it's just it's kind of like eating fast food every day it's like it's consistent it's not you know like gourmet meals but um with uh like I was mentioning earlier the ease of the tools that are available for bands now um, it's all just about putting in that upfront effort to then have music be the thing. Cause as soon as you start trying to work at like a, a donut shop or something, it just starts, you know, you have your one member down, you have to now organize time around that time you don't have. Yeah. So us three just kind of had to agree that if we're doing music, we have to make it work as a living. There is no al- alternative in, in our mind and, when we have that approach, it kind of prioritizes everything a little bit. Yeah.
0: No, that's, that's really good. That's a, a, like keeping it, you know, within the realms of the music world and having that be your source of money as well as, you know, your passion as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if we're prepared to live and die by our music, then we might as well just do music all the time to, yeah, I guess improve your chances of uh, living as opposed to dying
0: by it. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Um, So the album "Unsafe Progress" um, is out now. It's on uh, Colfax Colfax Rock. Um, Yes, is that your own label? It is. It is. Okay, cool. So tell me about that. Just we'll start on the the label first. Was that just primarily set up to release your work, or is it just trying to have that other avenue within music?
2: I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe one day, if if someone would be interested in utilizing the skill set that the band has learned over this time for us to put out their record or help them do what we do, then yeah, sure. it The infrastructure is there, but it really is kind of, we found that people weren't taking us seriously when we had the word unsigned in brackets beside our name, So we just basically invented the label. So they were like, Oh, someone signed them, even though they, didn't do the extra research like you've done to find out that it's just our own label. So yeah, it's it's really strange how just that, that can make all the difference for someone's first impression and whether your band is unsigned or signed, even though in 2016 that basically means nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say these days that means nothing because it is yeah. so,
0: it's so easy to release music via the big platforms. Uh, you don't have to worry about shelf space. Um, you don't have to worry about in-store like, press or anything like that that yeah we used to worry about back in the day like you you, you have to buy magazine ads in order to get a feature bay <laughs> in a record store or anything like that and and now it's like you're on an equal sort of playing field with everyone yeah and it's just about how you promote yourself and that's yeah that's where the key is these days i think it's just that that viral attention that people crave um but then there is old-fashioned press where you know that kind of guerrilla press where you go
2: out give people flyers cds links whatever yeah and, and i think uh, all of it can be used and can help ben's and it just comes back to that thing of you if you have so many hours in a day it's all about prioritizing do you want to spend today handing out flyers or hitting press or do you want to write a better song that does the press for you you know it's- yeah
0: yeah definitely definitely so on to the album now yes (laughs) um it's a great album i love listening to it um i've been streaming it uh since i basically got set up with you guys um and it's great i've got a couple of tracks i love um aaa yes uh, impasse impasse sorry um and death of uh, lucidity oh cool Uh, so i love those i mean there are other tracks on there i think the glimmer shot was one of the other ones as well i really liked off the top of my head um, and yeah, no, some great songs on there. Um, uh, I, I can hear in your lyrics that kind of like gaming, uh, the, the nerd part of it, the geek part of it. Um, and it's just great. I mean, I, I've, I've passed it on to a couple of my friends as well who are into like gaming who hadn't heard of you. So, um,
2: uh, we really appreciate that, man. That's what it's all about,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. And, and they love it. And it's, 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 uh, it's really infectious. It's kind of, it's really catchy. Um, it's kind of, I really like to slap bands on people, but it's kind
2: of got like a Coheed and Cambria and kind, um, of, uh, kind of a no, f- Fall no, Out Boy sound. Well is one of my favorite bands, and I know Fall Out Boy is one of Ian's favorite bands. So the fact that you've picked up on that is kind of kind of amazing, I oh, guess. Cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. it's kind of it just it just has that
0: sound. I was like when I was listening to it, I said it's it's quite similar to, but it's not exactly that. But it's it's kind of like what I could without like genre because you've got your own like genre you have kind of got with that um right to give the people here listening who haven't heard you yet an um, idea an idea of it and I think that's a, I, you know obviously you said it was a good comparison so I'm gonna go with that yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um tell me the story behind the album is that is uh, each song its own entity or is there a, like a a general kind of like story running through the album
2: I, I think so I mean you know if Ian and I write the lyrics and if you you gave me you know, four hours to talk about it, I, I probably could. But I think the long and short of it is, um, yeah, every song was kind of uh, representative of our band turning from a four-piece to a three-piece. And, um, and you know, and then obviously if a song wasn't about sort of that um, human element to it, it was just our favorite things like video games or time travel or just any, you know, anything that is genuinely what we think about and talk about amongst each other when we're not – uh, you
0: know, talking about business. So Yeah. Cool. Cool. I mean it's, it's a great it's- album. I, I, I encourage anyone to listen to it. Um and if they listen to my show they'll hear a track on it as well. So um but yeah, no, definitely check it out. Um so with uh your your passion for gaming um <laughs> which is kind of throughout this album as well. So what um I like to I'm a gamer myself. So what what sort of games are you playing at the moment?
2: Well I mean other than the fact that uh destiny kind of took over uh our life um you know we we, we used to we still have the original diablo and diablo 2 installed in our computers and we'll play that from time to time nice um yeah i mean it's it, it is hard to find the time to to bring um uh, video games on tour because i find all the best games are tied to a console and the handheld stuff is more like a distraction than like a like a true game yeah yeah so so in having a robust tour schedule we have had to kind of sacrifice and missing out on some of the newer games that have i've come out and um so yeah so all i can really remember from like vivid gaming memories other than things like destiny is you know growing up playing donkey kong and chrono trigger and games in the super nintendo nice
0: nice yeah now i've uh I've I've just forked out money for the uh, new Destiny DLC. So I'm waiting oh. for that to drop. So,
2: <laughs> Is that why you're taking work off tomorrow? Because it's why I that's why yeah. That's, yeah, that's
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I'm going to be pr- probably hitting that all day. So it's, um yeah. No, I, I love that game. I wasn't quite sure to start with about it. Because I was like, oh, it's, you know, I was kind of used to like Titanfall. Yes. kind of like fast-paced um what didn't really i have the rpg element in those games um yep. whereas this one does and i kind of got sucked into it and i've just kind of continued um it's it, i found it better when i was playing with friends yes because there was at the time there wasn't really a first person like a, a a player one mode to it or story mode it was kind of loosely yeah tagged together in a bunch of missions with no story <laughs> but obviously as the dlc has gone on it's gotten better um so I'm hoping with this Rise of Iron DLC, it's kind of going to be um, another good, good few hours distraction. Oh, yes. So. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I I agree with every sentiment about that. There's just something about the game that keeps bringing you back. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm pretty much addicted to it. Yeah, it's
0: funny because I, I played um the the, the Division um, yeah. but I went back to Destiny. And <laughs> I played like like GTA, and I go back to Destiny.
2: You know, it is not... funny because when I got my PlayStation 4, I was looking forward to the Division the most. And then the more I played Destiny and the more I heard of the Division when it finally arrived, I, I just couldn't even muster up the willpower to even give it a try. Like I just, in my mind, I'd already written it off. So
0: <laughs> right there with you too. Nice, nice.
2: So um, what are
0: your plans ahead for the band? Uh, obviously you've got a tour coming up uh, imminently. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Is there anything, uh, obviously we'll talk about that, but is there anything po- after that as well?
1: Um,
2: I think we're just trying to we've got a few um, options that I think the band is discussing internally about kind of what's the next move we we don't want to go to too many of the same places we can't just decide to go to Japan like again like touring um, is more than just you know sort of throwing darts at a map and then going to it like it obviously involves a lot of visas and applications and again like stuff that takes man hours so yeah. we're just trying to debate whether we you know maybe release some newer music and then that kind of ties in with the album do we do we do a victory lap of the touring circuit that we've established we're just trying to really make sure the next move is uh is the right one for us okay cool cool so
0: i've got a couple of questions left um i've uh, i normally ask a couple of questions at the end that kind of like um I ask everyone that i interview um but i've added one for you as well a different oh, perfect so <laughs> uh because because of the gaming thing i'm going to start with that one what are your top five games if you can name them
2: <sighs> okay well i am going to put uh donkey kong country because that was like the first game i actually remember playing
0: yeah that's a great game
2: <laughs> um, uh i, I am going to put call of duty because though it's not the same game that it was like i can remember most of my high school days i would like Skip class, go to my friend's basement. We'd have the land party, kind of, yeah. kind of thing going on. So I, I have to give props to Call of Duty. Nice. Um, yeah. and, that, um, and then, like I, I would say, Destiny, like it definitely has, uh, certainly awarded our band some opportunities I never thought uh, that we would get, like having the song about Destiny. Yeah, I, so,
0: just, I was going to sort of say about that. As we were just on Destiny, you had a video up on there on the Bungie site as well, didn't you? We,
2: we did, and we ended up actually coming to Tampa a few weeks ago for the Destiny Community Convention. Oh, did you? So, like, oh. We like met all the players. We met Luke Smith, the creator of, De- of the of the Taken King. Like it was amazing. So, nice. so having yeah. So even though it's a relatively new game, it has to be top three, if not the top one. Oh, I didn't. Go ahead. I was gonna say I didn't realize that was going on in Tampa. So um, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't either. We heard about it a week before, and we just hopped in our van and drove straight there to to be a part of it. Yeah, I would have gone to that if I'd
0: known. But <laughs> oh well, there's always next year, man. There is always next year. I've got to find out about these things. I'm new to the area, so it's kind of um, I'm still discovering things. I've been here for about four years, but um, I'm still discovering things going on here that I had no idea about. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> i'll have to look that one up yeah man well it's it's
2: happening next summer so uh when we'll be down we'll uh we'll have to uh, meet us there too yeah definitely definitely cool um so yeah then i, I think the last two would be just pac-man because as an arcade game it's just, you can't go wrong with it yeah um and then a good pc game i don't know man like fallout the fallout franchise and i, I guess fallout 3 was the one i remember playing most recently yeah but that, but that sort of, uh, to be able to kind of like a single player, get lost in experience that you can't, you can't beat, uh, fall yeah. out.
0: Yeah. It's a good game. Cool. So on to the next one, uh, another, another top, uh, another top, uh, like list, uh, yes. your top three albums that have influenced you as the musician person that you are today.
2: Um, the, the first one would be uh, the good Apollo record from Coheed, um, just that was sort of my introduction to prog music i mean i've since been made aware of you know the pink floyds and led zeppelins but it's like let's be honest if like they they were ahead of my time i don't want to be one of those people that just like pulls out yep. the same classic records you know so Coheed was was really my first sort of nerdy rock
0: that's uh, okay. introduction
2: no it's good. Um, good you
0: do get you can get dragged back to that but if If you could name your like gateway drug, (laughs) 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 then that's good. And Coheed are a perfect gateway to that to that style of music for you know people today. So
2: yeah, exactly. And and that's I would think they should be proud that they're almost like the connection between you know people in 2016 and Led Zeppelin because uh, it's not like Led Zeppelin are out there touring their ass off anymore. uh, You know, getting people's attention, right? So as long if Coheed can be that for people, I'm sure they're they're super stoked about that.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, I guess second album probably "Songs for the Death by Queen of the Stone Age. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, no, I say cool. That's a good. Album. Uh,
0: Sorry. Yeah, that,
2: that album. That album's amazing. And then third, I don't know, probably something. Actually, the, the Police. I really like I, my parents. All had the the Police vinyls growing up, and I kind of just started being like, so what? You know what are the songs other than just message in a bottle? And I guess now that our band's a trio, I've been really looking to that sort of, I don't know, that like timeless rock sound that I guess they were yeah. a part of and just to sort of, yeah, be like, yeah. So that band is really fascinated me as of late.
0: Cool. Cool. So, um, I think we might've already covered this
2: question just about, but uh, what are your hobbies
0: away from music?
2: Yeah. You know, it would be, if it's not video games, Oh, I, uh, I collect horror movie memorabilia. I'll, uh, oh, okay. I have a a rep like like the same model of chainsaw from Texas Chainsaw Massacre in my room. Which, like my, my my girlfriend hates it, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's um. So I I do that. I kind of like just a huge nerd in like collecting posters and and shit like that. Cool, excellent, excellent. Well, finally, uh, where can people reach out to you guys? Where's the
0: best place to sort of hit up, hit your band up?
2: Uh, I think our Facebook is still our favorite. We're uh, we're still. Not sure how the whole Twitter thing works. I mean, not not that we're, like, old and out of touch, but I think (laughs) Facebook is just – it has so much more potential than, you know, getting lost in a sea of tweets. The Facebook is pretty much the thing we always will come back to. So the facebook.com slash double experience is uh, is our best bet. Cool. Well, thank you for your
0: time today, Brock. Um, Thank you for yours, man. cool. It's been great speaking to you. Good luck with the tour and uh, the album as well good luck with that i know it's been out for a little while but uh i hope it continues to do well for you and um yeah we'll we'll, we'll definitely talk again um when you've got something coming out and uh yeah thank you yeah you're welcome man and i have no
2: doubts we'll be uh, we'll be speaking soon excellent excellent you have a good day you too take care thank you. bye-bye bye